Hello friends, my name is Kaylee and welcome to Inside My Busy Mind, a podcast where I open up and tell you about my thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Sometimes I even do interviews or tell stories. If that sounds like something that interests you or if you just need a boost every now and then, please hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Be sure to also follow me on Instagram at imbmpodcast for more updates and information. It will also be linked in the description below. Thanks for listening. I hope this episode reaches you in just the right way. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Inside My Busy Mind. I hope you're doing well today and every day, and I'm so glad that you're here. I am really excited about this episode because I am so proud of myself, and that's not something that I say often at all. It's not something I feel often. I am a perfectionist. I strive to be the best of the best and to do everything correctly and really well, and I strive for that outer approval, that validation from others. So being proud of myself is a big deal to me, and it's a new feeling. And I'm just really, really happy about it. I want to share it with you guys because I want you guys to be able to feel this way too. And I also just want to give some like advice and some examples for people who are on a very similar path as me, a similar journey. So let me just preface this by saying that I have been trying to become a better person ever since I moved out of my childhood home. Now, here's the flaw in that situation. I haven't been giving it my all. I have just been dabbling here and there. The thing about growth and evolution and progress and improvement is you have to work towards it every single day, every single day. And I know that can sound kind of demotivating and discouraging for a lot of people. It can seem kind of scary, but just as cliche as it sounds, Growth comes out of being uncomfortable. Growth comes from stepping out of your comfort zone. And that is something that I've always just been afraid to do. I've always been so set in my ways and in my mindset and the way that I think and the way that I view things that I don't want to even consider going about it a different way. And I kind of just use the excuse of it's just too hard or it's not really possible, which isn't true. So, like I said, the last few years, I have been working towards self-improvement and growth and things like that. And I will say that I am a much better person now than I was several years ago. However, I haven't been consistent. I haven't been putting in my all. And I know the potential that I have, and I just haven't been living up to that potential. But like I said in my last episode, this year and this month particularly, I have been feeling this big sense of renewal of a second chance of like I don't know just encouragement like I feel like I am more capable now than I've ever been to become a better person and to heal my inner child and to heal those past versions of myself that I was too afraid to confront all this time so today is day three of me actively working towards being better and working on my triggers and how I react and respond to them. So the first day of me like actually 
putting that effort in. Because like I said, I've been meditating here and there. I journal whenever I feel like it. I read into inner child healing. I work with my crystals. I do like go into my past and think about what it is that shaped my triggers or what it is that kind of made me who I am and how I respond to things. I've come to a good understanding of it for the most part, but I haven't been actively trying to change the way that I respond to things. It's either just, oh, that's too hard or it's not possible. Um, I've, I'm set in my ways, but you can always rewire your brain. You can always retrain it and teach it to work through problems in a different way. So day one was fairly easy for me only because I didn't really confront any triggers. It was a smooth sailing day. There wasn't anything that necessarily pushed me or made me uncomfortable or made me irritable, which is really easy for me. I'm a, I can be a very irritable person. So that first day, I do still count it as progress because I went through an entire day without crazy mood swings or having any sort of like outburst or arguments with anybody. Like it was a good day, but I didn't have to try too hard. Yesterday, however, I was confronted by a couple of triggers and I am not completely satisfied with the way that I handled them, but I am really proud of myself for taking a different route than I normally do. I have learned through my childhood that if something upsets me in the slightest, if it bothers me even just a little bit, it destroys my whole mood. I it, I let it take over my whole body, all of my emotions, and I hold on to that feeling for as long as I can until I just don't feel like holding on to it anymore. So that can result in me being silent for like an entire day because I just don't want to let go of that feeling. It's too easy to hold on to it rather than work through what I'm feeling and communicate and get through the problem to a better solution. So the first thing that kind of happened yesterday was when I got home from work, I work overnight. So I got home in the morning and I was just talking to my fiance about the work schedule and he accidentally and very briefly had cut me off to say something that was really random. Um, there was a bug that he had just killed that our, my cats were playing with. They were knocking it around the room. So he killed it. And, um, as I was talking, he looked over at it and was like, Oh my gosh, it's still alive. And that is something that really bothers me when people cut me off in the middle of my sentence, because number one, it makes me feel like you're not fully listening to me because your brain is elsewhere. And number two, I hate repeating myself. I absolutely hate repeating myself. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. So I don't wanna backtrack and re-say what I've already said. And it's something that I have expressed to him before. So that's why it bothered me even more. Cause like he already knows that I really dislike being cut off. And I just expect him to keep that in the back of his mind at all times. But it's such a selfish way of thinking. Like, yes, obviously your partner should understand you and should work towards not doing things that you dislike. But when it's such small things all the time, it can be hard to keep up with, especially for somebody like him who have um, or has ADD or ADHD. I'm not really sure which one it is. Either way, 
his brain works completely different than mine does. So just because he noticed that the bug was still alive, it didn't mean that he wasn't listening to me and it didn't mean that he didn't hear what I said, but that's something that triggers me. So normally how I would react or respond is I would just stop talking and I would shut down. I would instantly catch an attitude, I'd be irritated, he would ask me to continue talking or repeat what I had said, and I would just be like, no, it's okay, don't worry about it, like, I'll, I'll talk about it another time. And that would normally result in us having either just a slight disagreement or an argument, and sometimes it leads into a full-blown fight, because I can't control my emotions sometimes. So instead of allowing myself to even have the time to react or respond in a negative way, which like I said, I'm not extremely satisfied with how I handled the situation, but it was much, much better than how I would have even three days ago. So as soon as I felt those feelings arising in my chest of like irritability, I simply just stopped talking and I walked away. And my plan before we even started talking was to go take a shower. So as soon as I walked away, I decided to just hop in the shower because I knew that would help me de-stress. It would help me feel better and I wouldn't feel so irritated. And I would have a, a time to like clear my mind and think about what I'm feeling before I responded to him. So I went in the bathroom, I started getting in the shower and he had texted me. And now here's the thing about texting. I know a lot of people say it's not a good form of communication because things can be misconstrued, you can't really read tone, blah, blah, blah. The thing is with my fiance and I, the very first almost entire year of our relationship, we were long distance. And because of that, the majority of our communicating was through text. So there are a lot of times where that just works best for us, where we are separated in different areas and we are texting each other and getting it all out that way and if there is some sort of miscommunication or we're, we're not really understanding what each other is saying or trying to get across we will come together in person and figure it out but you know he texted me and he apologized for cutting me off he was like i wasn't trying to upset you or irritate you or anything like that and i just explained to him that I understood it was an accident and I really just wanted to walk away so that I didn't do anything that would start an argument. And we got to an understanding fairly easily and quickly and that doesn't always happen. So I was just really proud because as soon as I got out of the shower, you know, any other day I would have just stayed irritated because that's just what I'm used to. But I got out of the shower and I walked into our bedroom and I was wearing one of his t-shirts and it was like a dress on me, which not all of his t-shirts are like that on me, but this one specifically was like really big. So I got out and I walked into the room and I was just like, look at this shirt on me. Like, it's like a dress. Um, just keeping it lighthearted. I wanted to let him know that I wasn't irritated. I wasn't bothered. And I just wanted to have a good day. I didn't want to argue over something so stupid so early in the morning. So that instantly squashed it. Like we weren't having any issues with each other. It was a good morning. And I just felt so proud of myself. And next time I would like to go about it differently where I'm able to stop in that moment. And instead of walking away from the situation and having to communicate through text, I want to learn how to stop in that present moment, feel what I'm feeling and let it go and communicate clearly, you know, oh, you know, could you try not to cut me off next time? Or, you know, that kind of bothers me. Could you like not do that? You know, I'm still learning how to work through those situations in the moment. But as for now, 
as for a second day, I am very proud of myself and how I handled that specific situation. Now, the second one, there's not much to it necessarily, but I am somebody who absorbs other people's emotions. So I feel everything that the person I'm with is feeling. And it's dangerous because it can affect my mood even if I'm feeling happy that day. I can absorb whatever that person is feeling and it can really just get to my core. So I went to get my nieces from the bus stop and um, when they got off, my younger niece, she's six years old, she was having a total attitude. She was just not happy because her sister, they usually race to me and her sister didn't wait for her to fix her book bag. So it wasn't a fair race and she was crying. She was upset. And I asked her, I was like, you know, normally when she gets off the bus, she's fine. Um, but she got off the bus and I could tell just by her eyes that she was tired. And I was like, were you up late last night? And she said, yes. And I was like, okay, I understand you're upset. Um, let's go home, have a snack and you can take a nap. Normally, I would have instantly absorbed her attitude, her frustration, her anger, her tiredness, and I would have felt it myself, and I would have not snapped on her necessarily, but I would have been kind of like snippy with her, like, you know, well, don't, don't have an attitude, don't be upset over something like that, it's not that serious, blah, blah, blah. But instead, I just stayed calm, I stayed peaceful, and I just told her that it'll be okay, and you can go home and take a nap and you'll feel much better after your nap. So that was another situation where I was confronted with a trigger and I handled it in a completely different way than I normally would have. By the way, as soon as she got home and took her shoes and her book bag off, she went upstairs and she conked out like she was asleep. So I knew she was tired and I'm glad that I didn't, you know, go on like snap on her or go off on her or anything for the way that she was feeling because that wouldn't have helped anybody in that situation. It wouldn't have made her feel any better or any different, and it would have just made me feel even worse. So, I don't know you guys, I'm just, now I'm even more excited for tomorrow because I actually want to be confronted with another trigger because I wanna see how I'm gonna handle it and I wanna see how I work through it and just, I wanna be so much more different. I just want to be different. I want to change my coping mechanisms and I want to change the way that I handle my emotions and my feelings. So this is just a message for you guys to number one, allow yourself to be proud of yourself, even for the small accomplishments, for the small things. But number two, I just want you guys to know that it's, it's possible. It's possible to work through what you have been like ingrained in your brain to know and to do. And it's just, I don't know, it's really reassuring to me to know that I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck in my my ways, in my mental state. I'm not stuck in the coping mechanisms that I've learned throughout my childhood. It's, it's possible to grow and to change in a very short period of time. So thank you guys very much for listening to this episode. I know it's one of my longer ones, but I had a lot to say and I've had a lot of caffeine tonight. So, all right. Thanks you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope to catch you in my next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I truly hope this episode benefited you in any way at all. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to share this podcast to your friends, family, or social media to help spread awareness and advice. 
follow my Instagram page at imbmpodcast if you want to be updated on new episodes and interact with me outside of the podcast. If you didn't know, I just started another podcast with my boyfriend called Mr. and Mystery that you can find almost anywhere you listen to podcasts. Our Instagram page is at Mr. and Mystery Pod if you're interested in seeing photos of the topics we discuss. I also run two other small businesses that I am trying to get off the ground, so if you want to show some support, my photography Instagram is at Gaia.captures, and my digital art Instagram is at Custom Cartoons with Z's for the S's. All links will be provided in the link tree in the description of this episode. Thanks again!